This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Can't get enough of Boomer and Carton in the morning. Al Dukes and Jerry Recco are here with some sports news and updates they didn't have time to cover. Here we go! It's the Boomer and Carton Postgame Show with Al and Jerry. All right, it is Thursday. That is not the end of the work week, but the end of the podcasting week. Though you'll get another podcast from us tomorrow morning, which will be the warm-up that you're probably all too lazy to get up at 545 to listen to. So you'll have it tomorrow. But, Al, how are you, sir? Oh, hi, Jerry. So if I'm a little out of breath, it's because I literally just sprinted to the elevator to get downstairs to feed the meter so I didn't get a ticket, sprinted back to the elevator, sprinted in here because you've been waiting for me patiently for seven minutes. While I was in the elevator, though, in that little 10-story trek down, I, I saw something that I don't believe is possibly true, and yet when I just Googled it, I found out that it is true. Was this one of those things on the screen in the elevator yes. where they give News. you something to look at instead yes. of staring at the people you're in there with? Correct. All right. Now, you've heard of the iPod. I have. Yeah, I had one. You're familiar with the iPhone, maybe? I have one of those currently, yes. You know what's next? Have you seen this? Is this an Apple-related yes. product? I can't even believe this is real. It the, seems the, so stupid. The car that drives itself. No, Google has already... They're they, on They're that. working oh, on that. Right. I think Apple will have that too, but Apple just patented the iBag. iBag? iBag. Yeah. Uh-huh. Why? What is an iBag? It is white bags made from recycled paper uh, are flimsy. So what they're trying to do is design bags that reinforce... The durability. Just like when I go food shopping, I'd get an eye bag. Why are we trying to reinvent like the wheel? that? I guess so. I don't know that I need an eye it's bag. It's got knitted handles to be more comfortable. I mean, what are we doing? Maybe if it has an app to go along with my phone and I can like talk to my eye bag, I would might be interested in that. By the way, they got to do something cool with it. There has to be something along the lines with that. Yes, but at the same time, is that really what we need? The eye bag. I mean, is Apple so successful that we're now? Just try and reinvent everything. I think that what you got to do, Jerry, is in your everyday life, look at things we've been using and taking for granted for so long and making it a little better, like like the iCoffee cup. The iCoffee cup which is Which would good. be something different with it, though. I don't know what you would do with well, it's it. it's very simple what you do with it. Keep it hot. You have a coffee cup that right. keeps the coffee hot. Got it. And also Bluetooth enabled to your phone or whatever it might be, and it's a speaker. It's a coffee cup and a speaker. Could be a speaker. All right. How about the eye shirt? Would there be a speaker on that this as well? Where when you go running, you don't need anything no walk to tie. Correct. I mean, listen, we can come up with stupid things. The eye bag, really? You just put an eye in front of it. Right. And it's perfect. Exactly right. The eye douche. Hmm. The eye douche. It douches <laughs> for you. 
Jerry, I'm sorry. Are you aware of um, Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie separating? Yeah, I don't care. You're not a big celebrity gossip no, uh, I was news actually, kind of person? I was actually embarrassed for news people all over that that was on the front page of the papers the yes. other day. With everything going on in this country, you want to write an article about it, go the hell ahead. But to make that front page news, who cares? Right. Do well, people get divorced every year? A School. lot of them. Great. 50%, Jerry. Right. 51%. I think. You're one of the successful marriages. Yeah. Congratulations to that. Maybe you will be too at one point. You never know, Jerry. But here's the thing. Uh, over at the uh, Madame Tussauds Wax Museum here in the city, uh, the Brad Pitt and Angelina Jolie wax figures were together. Is that true? They have now separated them. I mean, they weren't they melded surgery? together. No, no, no. They weren't stuck together. They were they were positioned together in the museum. So they would just look like a couple. Yes, so they have already separated them in the Wax Museum. But it always gets me thinking about... The Wax Museum is one of the fascinating things to me, that that that's a thing that's successful. That, yeah, that people like that actually people go. Are like, I want to go look at a wax figure of a celebrity. Oh, I couldn't agree with you more. Like, they have a... We just... They have a wax Larry King. Like, Why? would you go see the real Larry King? Maybe. 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 But... Here's the wax, Larry King. Yeah, that doesn't do it for me. Like, at least you'll never really come in contact with Brad and Angelina Jolie. So what people do is they go to the wax museum and get a photo. I know. And then they post it on their Facebook and they go, up, oh, ran into Brad and Angelina Jolie. Right. Me and Brangelina. Wah, wah, wah. Is that what they're called? Brangelina. Right. So like, sorry. I have a picture of me from the 1970s. It's me with Tony Orlando. But it's a wax figure, Jerry. It's not really Tony Orlando. Where was Dawn? Uh, well, Dawn was with them as well. So it was me with Tony Orlando and Dawn. Look at that. See? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I have still a, a picture of, of my mom with Tom Selleck wax figure. So you really don't have a picture with your mom and Tom Selleck? Well, if no. you looked at it closely, or maybe it's Burt Reynolds. I always got those guys confused. <laughs> they both had those bad Tom mo- Selleck is Magnum P.I. Right. But he and, he and Burt Reynolds look similar. No, I bet they if don't you took, actually. Okay, how about this? I bet if you took a picture of Tom Selleck and a picture of Burt Reynolds and went on the streets of New York and said, which is which, you wouldn't get 100% correct. They were stars in 1975. So you're saying that people wouldn't even know who they are, I mean, possibly. Tom, I'm not, and I'm selling Tom Selleck short because you know why they would He's know? He's still the, successful. That's why they would know the difference. Because he's Tom still on Selleck TV. in Blue Bloods is phenomenal. He's on Blue Bloods. And he still looks... I mean, he might have looked a little younger in Magnum P.I., but he still looks relatively the same. That's true, Jerry. Burt Reynolds is older. Yes. And Burt Reynolds, I don't think, has very good health right now either. No, he's not in good health. Good point. But I'm saying if we took both of their photos. So you want to take a photo. The height of their careers. Circa 1982. Yes. Bring them both out there. How about this? People would know. How about this? Instead, we go to Madame Tussauds. We stand in front of the wax museum, and out on the sidewalk, I've got. Tom Selleck wax figure, uh, Burt Reynolds wax figure, and then ask people which is which. I think you're wrong about this. You think people would know the difference? Because they don't look anything alike. They really don't. Do your kids ever say, Daddy, can we go to the wax museum? Never once. Never. They've never once asked. I'm going to show you just (laughs) quickly as you talk. Do you think they know it exists? A wax museum? Yeah, because they have both. Like, your kids love baseball. There's Mets in the wax museum. I'm showing Al Burt Reynolds. I will try and see if I can post these. That's a 1970s Burt Reynolds. Looks good. I would say so. I would say probably late 1970s, something like that. Now I'm going to give you Tom Selleck. Did you watch those uh, Smokey and the Bandit movies? That was with the Trans Am, right? Cannonball Run. Cannonball Run. Absolutely. Those were terrific.
And now I'll give you this one. You're honestly going to tell me they look the same? Yes, dark hair and a mustache. There's no question. That's about it. You're right. Right? Dark hair and a mustache. And more about this one. You think that? Well, that's someone. I don't even know Someone did something to that right. photo, Funny Jerry. Tom Selleck. So mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't think so. I think, you know, as I'm looking at it, there are a couple of ones where when they both have short hair, maybe. Right. But, wo- but both with their look that they're famous for, mm-hmm. no. I, there's no, I don't think so. All right, Jerry. How about this study from How about Tom- Keith Hernandez and Tom Selleck? How about, you're right. Any guy with a dark hair and a moustache. See, now, I'm, now I'm you. Now I'm doing what you're doing. I would like to see you put to, put a photo collage together of all dark-haired, mustached, famous guys. Because tell me that doesn't look like Keith Hernandez quickly. Boom. Bam. Keith Hernandez. All right. I'll do, I will try and figure right. see if I can do that. I'm not really good with the internet. I don't know how to use it. All right, Jerry. This comes to us from Time Magazine. That's legit. I like to say that because that's a reputable source. Yes, that's legit. A lot of times you think I pull fugazi studies. Well, when you say, well, Jerry, a study from Thailand, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, they do work there, too. Of course they do. This is a study from Time Magazine saying you're more likely to marry someone with the same college major. Okay, I didn't. You didn't. My parents didn't. My aunt and uncle didn't. My sister and brother-in-law didn't. Good thing you weren't part of this study. You'd have thrown the whole thing off. trying to think. My best friend and his wife, no. Mm-hmm. My other friend and wife, yes. Absolutely. Yeah, I'm one for seven. Now, looking at this, you would say, hmm, well, why is that? Well, a lot of people marry the person they meet in college. Or in work. Or in work. Same field. So yeah. wouldn't you be more likely to meet? Yes. I'm a communications major. Wouldn't I meet more communications yeah. majors? No, I mean... In my life, that's that does not stand up. But I, yeah, I don't see any any fault with that. That's probably true. Probably true, right? I would think so. Yeah, absolutely. Performing art majors are thirty eight times more likely to marry each other than to marry someone without being a performing arts major. What does it even mean? Like actors? Yeah, they're kind of weird. <laughs> not kind of. The weird. performing art people are kind of weird. They're out there a little bit, but they're not kind of weird. Like when I went to Kane University, Jerry. Uh, I was a communications major, but but we were in with the theater people. Oh, is that true? Oh, yeah. So you know. Well, I was an actor once. I don't know. You, you are. Know. Remember? Let's Murder Marsha, St. John Vianney High School. Oh, yeah, St. John Vianney yeah. High School. You played the main role or the um, murderer? No I, was, no, I was not the main role. I was not the guy who murdered her, and I wasn't Marsha. I was the cop. You were a cop. I was a cop. Was Did a you have cop. a lot of lines? Not many. Okay. Not but many. you were in there. I was in there. You were in the mix, I as they say. to wear a cop outfit and all, a uniform. It was pretty good. So I was in the mix. If you became a theater major based on that or performing arts, you would be more likely to have married a performing arts major. I could see how that would happen. You kind of, you know. You hang out together. You mingle with you one mingle. another. You're you mingle. Mingle. What do you think about college? It's like my son's 12, right? And I already know about high school. And now I'm starting to think, oh, my God, college is only six years away. I think it's like high school now. Like, everyone goes to college now. For what reason? I don't know, because it's the thing to do. Right. So I'm, I'm actually, I'm a college graduate. Right. And I'm wondering why. Like, I don't know. Do I send them or do I tell them to open a business? I would tell them to become like a plumber or something cool, like where they can, they can. I could not agree with make you Make a ton of money and open their own business. Yes. That's what I think. A trade school, if there's something he likes, and be your own guy. But for some reason, as a society, we look down on trade schools. I do not. I do not either. I absolutely do not. I, I actually wish I would have done that. And now I'm happy with the way things turned out. But I don't know. I think it's just so... you have any idea what college tuition is right now? Very expensive. I was looking the other day at some of the colleges in the area. 
40 grand a year. And I'm not talking for Princeton, Yale, and Harvard. Dude, 40 grand. Like, if I wanted to be a plumber, what would that cost me to go to school for I don't that? know. I don't know what a trade school would cost, but it's a lot shorter. So even if a trade school costs $40,000 for probably probably a year, year and a half, it's $40,000, you are done, you open your business and your practice and you start. 40000 times four to finish college. That's $160,000. That's insane. Yeah, I wish, like, like why couldn't our, uh, my parents just leave me a business where I they left me the business and I fake ran it like there really was somebody else who oh, you ran want to be it. the spoiled brat yeah like i don't really run the business right. but my i'm like called ceo <laughs> but really it's a business that man who'd been working with my father all yeah, these years I've, I've known people like that by <laughs> the way that's awesome it's good and it's not it's good because quite frankly they're wealthy and they've got something to go to yeah. it's bad because they really have no sense of reality yeah like i would want to go to the office in the morning with my uh, coffee and like a bagel. I'm just and, oversee. Yeah, just sit in my office, kind of thumb through the newspaper. I'd, be, I'd fire everybody. As soon I'd as someone bad. pissed you off. Yeah, I, just be, it's not even that. It's your level of work is not up, to st- uh, not up to standards. You steal a cent, you're fired. Right. One person's on their Facebook, they're fired. Yeah. Keep your phones in your pocket, computers home, otherwise find a new job. Because the boss is in and town. And I would make everybody sign a contract. And his name is Jerry Recco. Yeah, that's right. I have an idea for a business, Jerry, and oh, one I that this. I will be able to hand down to my children. Go, let's see. I don't it. have children yet, but I plan on handing it down. Uh, you know, you play fantasy football, and you might have drafted Adrian Peterson. Yeah, sure. You might have drafted Teddy Bridgewater. Right, injuries, and they're out right. for a long time. Your season would be over. But with this new invention I have that I call Daily Fantasy, you can change players Every single week, that would be a hit. Uh, it is a hit, Al. It would be, absolutely. No, no, no. Thank you, Jerry. No. You can endorse it for me. No, no. It is a hit. It's called DraftKings, you idiot. Oh, that's a thing already. <laughs> yeah. DraftKings? Yes, DraftKings. How does this work? DraftKings. <laughs> so, yeah, how does it? Exactly your idea is what DraftKings came up with a long time ago. Oh. So you don't need to have, like, a team for the whole season. You would pretty much, as you just said, like, you would draft a team Sunday for Sunday. Right. And then let's say the next Sunday, you didn't like those players from the previous yeah, Sunday. stunk. Start over. Enter into a Fresh. new game. Yes. So I'm acting like a GM. I'm cutting guys. I'm picking guys up every week. Yes. It's there already. It's called DraftKings. The destination for one-week fantasy football. I see. Jerry, you know what I like to do? I like to play just the 1 o'clock games. I like that. Then I play just the 4, 4.30 games. How cool. Because otherwise, there's too many players I have to weed through. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Plus. It's actually a great idea. If I stink in the 1 o'clock games, I make up for it in the 4 o'clock games. No doubt. It's actually a good strategy, and it keeps you into both day parts separately. So I'm with you. And, and this weekend, by the way, DraftKings yeah. hosting another huge fantasy contest. Huge. And I mean huge. Over $1 million in total prizes up for grabs. Perfect. So I probably won't see you on Monday when I win $1 million. So you wouldn't come in. I would. Well, I would come in to let you guys know and show you my fantasy team and say, here they are, winners. Adios. Adios, everybody. Gots to go now. Now, I play, um, I'm new at this at the right. Daily Fantasy. So I play in the beginner games, Jerry, uh, 50-50 contest. Mm-hmm. Well, I love those Where games. all I have to do is in the room that I'm in, I just need to come within the top 50 percentile, yep. 
and I win money. It's actually really cool. It's a good way to do it because nothing gets lost. Like you, exactly. you know, if there's 2,000 people, you're not worrying about everybody else. You're just worried about that top 50% where you stack up. So it's actually a really cool way, and everybody wins uh, in that regard in the top 50%. We're all winners, Jerry. Get to DraftKings.com now and choose your players for this weekend's contest. Enter promo code CHALLENGE and play for free with your first deposit. That's promo code CHALLENGE. Play for free for your share of over $1 million in total prizes this weekend. Only at DraftKings.com. That's DraftKings.com. Eligibility restrictions may apply. Check out their website for details. Jerry, here's a frightening story, but it's true or it would not have been printed on this paper. Right. It comes to us from Seattle, Washington. I've heard of that. All right. A Seattle man who was waiting in line... To register as a sex offender. He had to register as a sex offender because of a previous crime. Mm -hmm. So he had to go down to the, well, that must be a lovely job for people that work there, the sex offender office. Yeah, that's that's rough. So while he was waiting in line uh, to register as a sex offender, he began masturbating in the lobby of the county office building, according to the police who arrested him once again for lewd behavior. This fellow's 50 years old. He was convicted in mid-July on two counts of indecent exposure. He admitted exposing himself to municipal bus drivers at the time. And now he focused his eyesight on a a woman who was working in this office and began masturbating. So, as you can imagine, Jerry, he was arrested for felony indecent exposure in the building. And this being held at a correctional facility in Seattle in lieu of $145,000. He is now a level three sex offender, which is the highest risk destination or designation. Bad so job what are you him. in for? That's a bad job by him. Well, I killed someone. <laughs> what are you in for? Stole a car. What are you in for? Yanking my wanker. Right. He's 50. I mean, at 50. I mean, you got to be You should have some control over yourself. Is it amazing some of the things that actually happen every day in our our society is the most civilized, really, in all of the world? We really are. You know, London, right? You Mm -hmm. know, Canada, you got the United States of America. How do things like this happen? Yeah, I mean, it would suck working in that office just because you're around those creepy people. But you imagine when they come in to register as a sex offender that there's some embarrassment to it, and they would kind of just sort of keep to themselves. Apparently no, he kept to himself all right. <laughs> but to just, I don't understand that. I, get, I don't either. The public uh, wanking of it. Under, Strange. <laughs> under no set of circumstances could you ever envision someone just dropping their draws and doing that in right. public. Yeah. And yet we've seen it now with these Wi-Fi machines, and at least... While that is horrendous and heinous as much as this is, at least you can make the case the guy is looking at pornography. Right. All right? Still, there's no excuse for it. It shouldn't happen. Don't misunderstand what I'm saying. The dude's sitting in a in a law enforcement place. Well, he was standing in trying, line to register. It's even worse. Yeah. You're in line to turn not turn yourself in, but no, register he- yourself as a... He Just was already convicted. Awful human being. Yeah. And you take it out and start stroking it? 
Do you ever look? Aren't there websites where you can put in your address and see if there's sex there offenders is. that yes. live near? No, That's got to be absolutely there is terrible to see. Yes, and you know that you say that, and yeah. sadly, I have not done that, and I should with kids. I I don't know why I haven't. And I'm going to do that today. That is a public service announcement. If I'm you learn anything from this podcast, I'm going to do that today. How about that? But that would well, and and you, you'll probably be amazed at how many there are in every neighborhood. I hope I'm amazed that there are none. All right. How many do you think? I don't know what the radius is. Yeah, I don't know either. So let's say it's my town. How many? Give me an over under how many you think are going to pop up. For your whole town? Yes. I don't know how big your town is, so. um, uh, I don't either. It's a normal size town. I'm going to say there's, in your town, there's going to be more than 40. 40? Yes. Oh, boy. Seriously, I think think that's a safe number to say. I'm going to check it today. I might even check it, like. As soon as we get done here. I would do this, too, after you check it, because you'll have their addresses. I didn't, Oh, they give you the... Uh, yeah, they, do they, they give you the names of people? I, I believe they do. They at least give you the address of where they live, so okay. you would know not to have your children near their home. Right. Here's what I'd like you to do. Go to their individual homes, knock on their door, and when they answer, do that thing where you point at your eyeballs and then point at them to sh- let them know you're on to them. Yes. I don't think I'm going to be doing that. All right. I don't think so. Just an option. See, I have it here. I just don't know if what I'm reading is going to, if I'm putting myself in one, as one. Do not enter yourself as that, I, I know. That would be ridiculous. Yeah, I'm not going to do it right now until I can actually read this. I'm going to do that when I get home as well. You should. And I'm in a condo, which is worse, because there's more lunatics packed in one place. At least you have a home, Jerry. Like, there's some space. You're spaced out sure, a little bit. yeah, sure. I got people next to me and below me. Yeah, I know. I'm well aware. There was there was actually a story in April where New Jersey couldn't find 63 sex offenders. I know the people next door to me are very nice, so they're not offenders. Oh yeah, I know them just personally. Being nice well, mean. I know them personally. Yeah, well, Joe Paterno knew Jerry Sandusky personally well, too. We exchange meatballs every once in a while. Me and my neighbor. You're kidding me. Well, he stop well, it. He, when he when he makes meatballs for his family. He will give me some meatballs. Brian, right next door. And in exchange, I gave him a, uh, I gave him um, golfer bobblehead dolls. Because he's, go- he's a golf bro. So you trade bobblehead dolls for meatballs. That's right. <laughs> he's a golf bo- a pro. Maybe you heard of him, Chi-Chi Rodriguez. At least you're not trading sexual favors for drugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's true, Jerry. I can't ever get that sound clip out of my head. When Craig asked Dwight Goodnett. Yes. <laughs> have you ever lo- sexual favors for drugs? Uh, no, I have not. All right, Doc. Let's, uh, and then Boomer just jumping right in. Boomer just tried to change the subject as quickly as he could. Tremendous. I actually awesome. thought Boomer was going to punch him this morning. Uh, not Doc. Or, I mean, yes. Craig. The Mets stuff, man. <laughs> they better win tonight. They got to win tonight. Phillies. Big Philly series. What do you think? Yes or no? For a win tonight? Yes. They'll They'll get a win tonight. By more than one run, or are we biting our nails in the mouth? Uh, three run win. All right, I like it. You heard it from Al Duke, Yeet. so if they lose, blame him. I got to go. You do too. It's the end of the day for you. Get the hell out of here. But you listening, don't go because coming up in just a moment, in like 20 seconds, is going to be the warm up, which again was fantastic. So uh, I'll say goodbye. You do your thing, and we will see you in the podcast world tomorrow with the warm up as well, and then on Monday. Yes. Adios. See you. You got to stop. You have to stop. I mean, it's getting longer and dopier. 
It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's just like Boomer and Carton without Boomer or Carton. Good luck with that. And they are straight ahead coming up at 6 o'clock right now, though. Uh, myself and Al are with you after just a, with a capital B, brutal Met loss last night. Now, I was not awake. I have since watched the game this morning. I went to sleep last night after Rene Rivera hit the home run and Cologne was dealing. I got in this morning. I watched uh, the last four innings at 4 a.m. Dude, what what are we doing? There are segments of the season where the Mets find ways to win games. They oh have no God. business winning. And now they're on a little bit of a streak here where they just can't catch a break. And well, and they're also finding ways to lose. You remember I said to you yesterday that Travis Darno is the happiest person in the world, that Jay Bruce is on the team. Well, by the way, today James Loney can take that because he starts things with that error in the eighth inning. I mean, catch the ball. And why would you pinch hit Jay Bruce in the ninth? Is it to try to get, like, if he got a hit, he would be then out of his funk? I think that was a big spot with a man on base. You pinch hit him. If you get the home run, perhaps he takes off. And all of a sudden, all is forgotten. They win a big game, and away we go. And instead, you got the Boo Birds from the Bronx. I mean, you heard it loud and far. And And not only that, Al, the pitch he struck out on, he missed the ball by like that much. I mean, just really fooled. He looks like he's got no confidence. And and one other thing, how about the fact that the wrecker ball goes over the fence? It looks like a short little line drive to right, and it goes over the fence. And Cespedes' ball doesn't make it over. And also Loney to left field, uh, the chem catch. Honestly, two shots you would have thought were over the fence. I'm really amazing what happened last and night. And the Cespedes one, of course, hurts more because it's bottom of the ninth. Of course, and that's a three-run homer to win, and I had him on my fantasy team. That You're killing that it with the fantasy. I did win last night, but that would have been huge. Jerry, uh, speaking of the Mets, Tim Tebow uh, is getting a lot of credit uh, for reviving the economy of Port St. Lucie. Why? Because people are just flocking people to Port St. Lucie? People are flocking to Port St. Lucie. They're eating in the restaurants down there. They're going to hotels. I don't get it. Entertainment. He to should be a mayor what? to see Tim Tebow. Did in you practice. See, yeah. Did you see a minor leaguer or a guy uh, who's in the minor leagues who's done some time in the, uh, in the majors? He had tweeted he was angry at Tim Tebow for getting all this coverage. Uh, and he had him having been uh, in the majors at a couple times, and somebody on Twitter hit him back, and he's like, "Yeah, you have hit thirty home runs and you know two thousand at bats. So <laughs> you don't stop deserve, talking. Right? You don't deserve any more coverage." Yeah. <laughs> Why wouldn't Tim Tebow be like a mayor somewhere? He could be, and maybe he will be. Mayor. I, I would think he would get into politics at some point. Mayor or governor? I absolutely think he'll be in politics. Governor of Florida, absolutely. Governor of Florida, perfect. I'd like because to see how much he wins by. Yeah, plus everywhere he would go do his speeches, people would eat in the restaurants and go to the bars. Bringing commerce to a town near you. Bringing commerce to town. That is true. He is just being Tim Tebow. Uh, I saw this also, Jerry, uh, that this whole Josh Norman and uh, Odell Beckham Jr. thing. Yeah. Well, there was word got out yesterday that the sources said that he was going to cover Odell Beckham Everywhere on the field, unless Odell played the slot receiver position. Right. To which uh, the the uh, press went right to Josh Norman. And he said, uh, quote, I didn't get the memo on that. Well, which brings to light, I saw this. I, don't, I forget who had it or where it came from, but I saw it too, and I was curious to hear what his reaction would be. And then you get his reaction. And the first thing you think is, when you see sources, how do we know? 
that people are. And I'm not saying, I don't know who had this story, and I don't, I'm not saying anybody made it up, but how do we know stuff's not being made up? I always trust quote sources. No, you don't. I do. I no, swear. Don't. When I see a sports story and I go and I hear sources say, I'm like, yeah, someone told that guy. Yeah, but is it someone in the know that told yes. that guy? If I tell you something, am I a source? If you told me something that was going on in the WFAN newsroom, You'd be a, a quality source I for me. I suppose. I don't understand, though, how that could be out there and he doesn't know. Now, when he says he didn't get the memo, he doesn't mean literally he would normally get a memo about that, would he, Jerry? <laughs> I think he would be called into the office. Called into the office, so not like Have a, a conversation note. conversation with Jay Not Burton. a note <laughs> left on his locker. Or his defensive coordinator. <laughs> no, I don't think there's going to be a note scotch taped or uh, maybe <laughs> that's a post-it what, note on his maybe locker. Maybe that's what a reporter saw. Hey, stupid, you got Norman this like, weekend. <laughs> no, no, it would be nice to be <laughs> memo to Josh Norman from Jay <laughs> Gruden. So, uh, Subject. Odell Beckham Jr., you are on him, <laughs> except for the slot. I don't think that's good the luck. Way. I don't think that's the way it happens. And if that were the case, wouldn't you just put him in the slot, Jerry, the whole time? Uh, you could do that. You know, it's funny because when the Cowboys played the Redskins Sunday, you know, Antonio Brown never really matched up with Norman. And I don't watch the Steelers enough to know if that's by design or not. But my first thought was, wow, first down. All right, Des Bryant ran right to or ran right to him. And I'm thinking, why not put him on the opposite right. side and just exploit the poor kid? And I forget the kid's name. Uh, a rookie, right? Yeah, and he got destroyed the week before. But And the Cowboys ultimately did move him around a bit. And Bryant was on the right side in the slot on the left side. And then Norman was following around more in the second half. But uh, you know what? With these three receivers the Giants have, anybody he covers, he'll lock down. And then the Redskins got to figure out how do you stop the other two. And he, by the way, he was very complimentary to Odell Beckham yesterday. Very good player. Listen, that's in the past. Enough's enough. And that's those clips I did hear. I did not hear him saying he didn't get the memo, but I will look to see if I can find that. Now, when you're a good receiver in the NFL, you have a great year. The next year, you're just going to get double covered every week. Well, it depends on who's on your team. Like, that, you know, if you, Victor Cruz has a great year this year. Are you going to double cover him next year when you got Beckham on the other side no, and but, Sterling Shepard? but that's why you're seeing Victor Cruz and Shepard getting a lot of catches so far. Agreed, but in Beckham's case, Beckham is a game breaker. So if he gets down the field, he's going to make the ridiculous catch, score seven, and you're looking at your... It's kind of like, again, the Cowboy game two weeks ago with the Giants. 15 play, nine minute drive, they get three points. They get the ball back. Another, uh, not 15 minutes, but another 15 play drive took up six minutes. Another field goal at six, nothing. Eli gets the ball, 50 yards down the field to Beckham. A couple plays later, touchdown, and you're losing. So you're saying he's even if he's breaker. quiet all day because the ball's Doesn't going matter. to Cruz and Shepard, he will eventually have you, a game-breaking all play. All you have to do is find Beckham once or twice down the field, and he can just completely disrupt a game plan and a game. That's how good he is. Jerry, he's preparing for mental warfare this week. With Josh says. Norman. Yes, yes I mental that. warfare. Didn't Norman call himself a mental assassin? A mental assassin, Something yeah. like that, or mm-hmm. a cerebral assassin. Oh, yeah, that was cerebral assassin. Used. That's exactly right. And then, Jerry, I'm not a big politics guy, but evidently no, out, you're not. <laughs> out in Sacramento, former nba or Kevin Johnson is the mayor out there. Yes. And I've read things are not going great as mayor, that that's, that's not going to end well. But he was at a speaking engagement and dinner yesterday, and I guess while he was sitting down for his dinner, a a, a gentleman (laughs) who was not happy with his politics uh, walked up to him and hit him in the face with a pie. So it was not a celebratory cream pie. Celebratory cream pie. Celebratory cream pie. The opposite. (laughs) He was not happy 
with uh, Kevin Johnson as mayor, yeah. and he uh, he whacked him with a pie right in the face. Probably not the way to handle it. At which point, according to sources, Jerry, no, and, cream pie. and people that saw it, uh, Deadspin has a story of uh, somebody who witnessed it and said that he uh, that Kevin Johnson grabbed this guy and punched him in the face <laughs> six times. Oh. And quote WWE. beat him to beat him quote to a bloody. How pulp. long before the video is out? I mean, there were people there with cell phones. So yeah, has be. to. And wow. then I love this move by Kevin Johnson, the mayor, still doing his mayoral duties and yeah. his. This was a speaking engagement. Upon uh, getting cream pie in the face, cream of pee, punching him, punching the guy who did it in the face six times. He then had to change his clothes. I'm sure there was blood all over yeah, it. Yeah, you'd think so. Changed his clothes and went up and uh, did a speaking engagement. Got a job to do, Al. <laughs> do the job. Yeah. You, do the job. You got to be careful who you cream pie right in the face. <laughs> he got cream pie. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he sure did. Like, do it to somebody who's not probably going to punch you in the face. <laughs> right. Or someone that's bigger than you. Or right. something like that. Exactly. Understood. Or someone where it's... Maybe they're not tense because their their job as mayor is not going well. So he had nothing to lose. Is he had you're nothing going to lose that. and probably was, you know, high strung at the moment. Quick time out. Hopefully, boom, we're in Carton. Won't be high strung, although with the way the Mets lost last night and with the way Gary Sanchez hit the baseball and the Yankees won last night, uh, Boomer might be punching Craig in the face at some point this morning. They are coming up next on the fan. It's the Boomer and Carton warm-up show with Alan Jerry. It's the shortest show on WFAN. Yeah, and it ends uh, very quickly, actually. First off, happy birthday, Al Dukes, by oh, the thank way. You, Let me Jerry. just get that out there because I forgot it's that today your is your birthday. 50 today? Not 50, 45. No. Nope. In between 45 Somewhere there, and 50. Yeah. 47. Well, happy 47. birthday. Uh, very quickly, the Mets gave away a game last night to the Braves, 4-3. Yeah, details coming up. They almost won it, but didn't. And the Yankees won again as they won in Tampa. That Cy Young Award winner candidate gave up four home runs last night, but they won because Gary won Sanchez won is phenomenal. Matters. Gary Sanchez is off the charts at this point. I don't even know what to say about He's him. He's the rookie but- of the year. Uh, he's going to be, yes, exactly right. And lastly, how many, do we have any time left, Eddie, or are we kind of out of time here? 59.30. Yeah, um, there's really no time. How about this? I'm how hit, about Boomer I'm and Carton? equals on what you just put in there. Oh, here we go. Right? Craig's doing magic tricks on your you phone. You have a $20 bill in front of you, right? Yes. What's the serial number on the $20 bill? Oh, stop. Real fast, what is it? 699-87516. What's it say in this calculator you just added numbers into? How's that possible? I wish you could just shut your big <laughs> Giants head coach Ben McAdoo joins Mike Francesa today at 4.30 to talk about this past weekend's game against the Saints and this Sunday's game against the Redskins. Plus, keep it right here for hourly chances now until 6 p.m. to win Yankees tickets on Box Office Blitz Thursday exclusively on your flagship station for Giants football and Yankees baseball. The Fan, Sports Radio 66. And 1019 FM, WFAN and WFAN FM, New York.